What's up, everyone? This is the Bumcast. I am your host, HBSE, the Hollywood bum in charge, along with Baloney and the Southside Joey P. That's right. That. Uh, handsome. Handsomer than ever. Our our good friend, the, the fourth bum, the original Mr. Joey P, is doing his best Southside bum impersonation tonight. And he rocking not that only, stash. Not only did he get the stash, not only get the, did he get the shirt, he's got the Telemundo internet and stuff. He went all out. This is this is a method at acting at his finest. I internet, I love it, man. You know, like... Internet. <laughs> there we go. Joey P's gonna do do it all in Spanish too. Yeah. So, um, Joey, welcome to the show. You know, you've been on before. It's been a while, but you you know you filled in for uh, for Johnny, who's at the the Bulls game tonight. Uh, I think uh, a couple other people from White Sox Twitter are there as well. But welcome to everyone in the comments as well. Um, so yeah, I decided to keep the neck pillow going. I feel like you know I'm kind of an elitist now after being on television, dude. You you get fifth, literally fifteen seconds of fame. And you're get, get, getting all Hollywood on us. The neck pillow is not Hollywood, dude. Hollywood <laughs> is first class, you know, flying Emirates. You look like you're about to board a Spirit Airlines flight to uh, Tampa Bay. <laughs> this is not – you don't look the way you think you look. I mean, you know, you got to try to live the lifestyle, man. You know, if you're going to act, if you're going to be it, you got to go all in on it. Yep. Thank you, Senior Socks. Um yeah, so Joey, we're gonna we're gonna talk some sports here in a minute, but we gotta we gotta talk about today first because uh, it was kind of a a crazy a crazy day. The the bums were on TMZ Live. Um, we will play a clip here uh, shortly. Uh, if you missed it, uh, hopefully you guys saw our tweet from end of last week, and you set your DVRs or you tuned in live. But basically, TMZ reached out to us and said, "Are you guys interested in you know being on?" TMZ live and you know doing some commentary and I was like kind of like oh this sounds like a little little catfish or little bullshit or whatever it sounded like a scam yeah <laughs> they're gonna and they were saying we're gonna we're gonna interview you through Skype and everything and I'm just like you know oh man are they gonna ask for like our login or something like that and but it turned out to be legit you know and it was on the up and up and um you know, we we kind of got the little bait and switch switch here today, Peter. We got the we got the bamboozle. You know, they what they do is is they send you a list of topics that they're going to discuss on today's show, and you have to pick three topics. Uh, I don't want any of those sloppy seconds. Um, so so we they had to pick three topics. Yeah, I know the same thing, Luke. I like Skype. I'm like, what? what yeah, I feel like I'm on Microsoft. Focus, Netflix. focus. Yeah. Tell the Sorry. story. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I know I'm easily distracted here. Um, so they sent you a list of three of topics. We get to pick three, and one of them was about um, Brett Maher missing all the field goals, and the Texas governor Greg Abbott like just basically roasting him on Twitter, unbeknownst to me at the time that the guy is actually in a wheelchair. Dude, when he sent us the list of topics, it was nine bullshit topics topics that we have no business talking about, including yeah. the one we actually talked about. But yes. that one Governor Abbott tweet where he is like, I can be a better kicker than Brett Maher. I was like, oh, my God, this is a gift from heaven. We, I've literally been talking about this for the best, better part of two months. Right. I can't it, believe this is happening. I like this is going to go perfect. So then what happened, Jason? So, yeah. So the, the list of topics was, you know, your typical Hollywood 
celebrity stuff. It's Drake, it's Beyonce, it's Kim Kardashian, Kylie Jenner, Kanye, you know, stuff we hate. Yes, basically, like stuff that just, ugh, I don't want to touch that with a 10 foot pole. But we had the kicker, and it was like, man, this is such a fucking like godsend because, like, we've been, Peter's been hyping up his field goal for a better part of a month now. And now we get to talk about a field goal. This is going to be Governor Abbott of all people started stealing my shtick. So when we, we had to obviously give him three topics. So we said, okay, well, I don't want to talk like the Kardashians or anything like that. So I was like, all right, we'll talk Tim Allen. And then we'll talk about that. um, Congressman Santos from New York, who's been like lying on his resume, but it was all about him being dressed in drag. Um, So we were really hoping that it was going to be the, the field goal topic. And then, about an hour after our sound, our, our uh, video check and sound check, they came back and said they axed that segment. And um, would you guys have any interest in doing the Tim Allen? And I was kind of like, "Fuck!" Like, like how do you make jokes about sexual harassment? Uh, we're fucked. Don't. Immediately, I turned to you and said, "We're fucked." <laughs> like, there's no way. How do? <laughs> like, what are we going to supposed to say? Shame, shame. Yeah, so, the, so the story, the story that they were reporting was in Pam's new memoir that. Um, Tim Allen back in 91 on the first day of, of home improvement, like just opened up his robe and flashed, flashed his wang at Pam Anderson and said like, now we're even, and this was before the sex tape, everything. So she's got a book coming out and then it's like, he denied it. So it's a, he said, she said, and it, it's like, how do you, how do you, you can't make jokes about, you know, penis flashing on national television. Like that's, I was going to say this happened before the sex tape. If it would have happened after the sex tape, seeing Tommy Lee, no way Tim Allen has the balls to do that. No, hundred percent, absolutely not, hundred percent. So we're trying to think of like, how can we make a pun or something? You know, can we? Can we? What can we do about this? And I was at the last minute, I was like, well, we can make more jokes about like the congressman dressing in drag. So I tried to do a last minute audible and say, hey, can we do the congressman about drag and lying on his resume? You know, and then we. We could say, like, we want to see him on RuPaul's Drag Race and this and that. And then by that time, it said, they said, no, it's too late. You guys are stuck with, you guys got Tim Allen. Fuck. So, so yeah, we were um, trying to think of what we could say, try to keep it, maybe do a pun in there, maybe keep it semi-serious. We were um, thinking about, like, Wilson jokes. I don't think so. Yeah. Tim jokes, L jokes, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. We're like, what can we do to, you know? And they only give you 15 seconds. So it's like, yeah. So you got about, you got about 30 seconds max. They say to keep it, they keep it around 10 to 20 seconds for your commentary. Um, and then about 30 seconds max. So, uh, Peter, you got the video queued up. This is after all of our brainstorming that <laughs> about, about a sexual harassment story. This is the best that we came up with. There could be big consequences for Tim Allen to pay now in present day. Hey, this is Jason and Peter, and we're the Chicago Sports Bums. And it's always terrible when you hear an allegation like that. But if this was true, Tim Allen was allegedly just trying to live up to his tool man moniker. Yeah, and it's unfortunate because I'm not sure Tim Allen has a reputation where he's earned the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I mean, I think that is one way people will react. And yes, the tool time, tool time joke was made this morning in the meeting. Uh, all right. There it was the best. Now, <laughs> we got, people are saying that was the best 15 seconds in, in te- the history of television. We're living up and, to our reputation, Jason. And I have to, I have to agree. Like 
That's what the people are saying. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that's what the people out there are saying. That that was the best 15 seconds in the history of television. <laughs> this is yeah, true. Peter, I was, <laughs> I was, was gone all goddamn day for this. Peter was Peter was at my house film because they wouldn't let us film remotely. They said that you had to fill like film if you want to be on cam together. You have to all be in one location at the same time. So, so the one thing I will say, I'm happy we did it. I'm happy the shirts look good. Out of all everything, the shirts would look good. I was happy with that. Are you happy in the way we promoted this? Because the on Wednesday when we found out the news, you immediately tweeted out. We have like groundbreaking blockbuster news that's gonna shock the world. And I immediately text Johnny and I'm like, oh my God, Jason, what are you, you're you're selling a bill of goods. We can't <laughs> people are expecting, dude. After the 108 podcast, people were expecting us to announce like a beer sponsorship. Some people were saying that like we were gonna add on another bomb. Like it, the rumors out there were crazy. And I was like, no, we're just we're just going out there on TMZ with like people literally. The lady in front of us had her dog, and there's another guy talking from his closet. Like anybody could come on this show. No offense, no offense to Jason, because I was happy we we did it. But I was like, it seems like anybody could just go on TMZ. Yeah, it, it's pretty much they're just picking random people who interact with their with their account. Um, but we got we got offered on, and they sent us a message after the after our segment aired that. Uh, they really enjoyed us and they're happy. They want us to come back um, in about a month. So maybe this is, <laughs> yeah. so maybe this is recurring, uh, recurring theme for the bums, a monthly 30 second spot on TMZ. I want to take a day off of work so I can go on TMZ <laughs> for 15 seconds. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah. So that's our, and hopefully next time we don't get uh bamboozled and we don't get Charlie Brown and, we actually get like a sports topic. Well, that we can talk about. the guy, the, the guy you were interacting with via chat and like the DMS and stuff like that, he seemed pretty cool. So yeah, if we do it again, maybe by the next time he'll give us a sports topic or something else, or we get to choose. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to pull up this comment here real quick. As much as I would like that, they did say no plugging and everything. So the shirts were about as far as we could have gone with, uh, with plugging our Johnny had a good point though. And I don't know why we didn't think of it. We should have just had a cardboard cutout of Johnny in the background. Or we can just bring Joe over next time. and have <laughs> yeah, him put Joey, his mustache Joey, on. You could go on and just stand in the background. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Good point. Uh, so yeah, that was our, our crazy day. And uh, thank you for everyone who commented and replied and saying that you, they saw us and, for Shane as well for tweeting out that video right away. That was Shane great. was watching live and tweeting out that video. So yeah, we appreciate that. It was fun. Yeah. All right. So we got we got some uh some fun stuff to talk about uh today, especially when in the second half of this show. Um, but we want to talk about you know some football first because it was the divisional round for the uh playoffs this weekend. And if you know the week before, if last week, if that was a nice south side sausage pizza yesterday was Domino's and little Caesar. That's a good point that uh, the games, dude, we got spoiled the first weekend of the playoffs were awesome. And we talked about like out of all the games last weekend, only one quarter was really bad. And that's because it was a blowout with San Francisco. The shoe dropped and, and it stinks. Like, what can you do? Like not all games are going to live up to the hype. Um, 
the big, I mean, bum of the week, if you will, Buffalo just didn't show up. And that was shocking to me. I really thought that, you know, they had home field advantage. They they were playing in the snow. It looked like they did. They didn't know how to play in the snow. Cincinnati went out there and whooped that ass. And I know Joey B, Joey, not Joey P. Joey P is also the man. But Joey B is showing that he is a fucking stud. We talked about it last year. And we asked, is he that dude? And I think Joe Burrow is that dude, man. He's got that gene where he... He wants to step on people's throats. He he he'll do anything to win, and he's showing it week in and week out, year in and year out. And Josh Allen, on the other hand, seems like he's got the talent, all the talent in the world, rocket arm. But in big games now, in crunch time, he just doesn't show up. So I'm interested in see like where they go from here because, dude, I, I imagine Cincinnati's just licking their chops, looking at a wounded. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and thinking we're going to get back into that Super Bowl. So I'd be interested in thinking, what do you guys think? You, like, realistically, I didn't check the the odds, but the Bengals have to be favored now, right? Or so. at least to pick them. Yeah. Joe, what'd you think about this weekend's games? <clears throat> I personally thought that the 49ers against uh, the whole 49ers game that for me was having uh, Brock Purdy coming in and he, him being the third quarterback now of the season for the 49ers. I just thought that that game for me, start to finish was the nail biter that put Dallas to shame. And uh, I'm just glad that the 49ers were able to get that done. Yeah. And especially just watching the Cowboys have like a meltdown on national TV year after year um, that I laughed out loud when that, that last play of the game, when Zeke gets blown up by the lineman and then Dak throws the pass. I think it was to, um, um, who's the other fucking CD lamb. Yeah, no, not CD lamb. It was, um, I forgot it. Who cares? He's a bum anyways, but then he just got rocked right away by this, by this. The it was a terrible play was... call. The, the thing I don't understand, obviously Dak Prescott, Michael Gallup, that game. Sorry, Michael Gallup. Oh, Michael Gallup. Yeah. Um, Dak did, did not play good. I mean, it was terrible. He didn't show up. I don't understand what Dallas fans were expecting. Mike McCarthy has been a bum for years, and I keep saying it. He's done less with more for decades at this point. You know, getting one championship out of prime Aaron Rodgers and all those Packers teams, and now this team is full of weapons too. And I understand, you know, Tony Pollard got hurt, and I told you, Jason, Tony Pollard has been better than Zeke Elliott all season long. So him breaking his leg was a problem but they just didn't show up and i had never had faith that mike mccarthy was going to call a good game or or be a competent head coach sure he'll get you you know to the playoffs but then after that he shits down his leg so it's like i don't understand what the cowboys fans and, and like the general media were like ah the cowboys blew it dude mike mccarthy's done this year in and year out yeah he's a terrible coach i would have fired him and left him take a southwest flight home i don't know why he deserves another another shot at coaching that team but maybe you bring maybe you don't bring Dak back well it sounds um, like they're, they're gonna have for sure they're gonna kick yeah, the tires on sean payton yeah which is which would to, be like a very jerry this. jones hired that would um i'm actually gonna i'm actually gonna since we're talking about dallas and um all their craziness i actually want to i'm gonna do an early i'm gonna do something early i'm gonna do my bum of the week right now oh, okay 
Audibles. I like it. I'm calling I'm calling an audible today. Um so this was uh Skip Bayless after after the game. <laughs> yes. Someone needs to teach that guy how to fucking do videos on social media because for, number one, like, bro, I can see you standing there before he's literally standing there for like two, a solid two seconds. He was waiting for when, action. Yeah. And then you hear that you hear the knock on the counter telling him to go like, there's nothing wrong with that, but cut that part out. Like, <laughs> Edit it, trim, <laughs> trim the first two seconds, and then you can do it. But the fact that that whole video, he takes his jersey and then he turns it around on purpose to show that it's a Dak jersey. <laughs> like, you want to talk about the most fakest, angriest bullshit ever. Like, you know what made that fun? If you actually burned it. Like, Bad. just lit it on fire and then threw it in the trash can. I'm, I'm over burning jerseys on the internet too uh the other thing there was no garbage bag in that in that trash can either so it's like you know he just picked that up and put in the wash you know like he wasn't really throwing that out there's no garbage bag there. he wasn't really he's a fucking card- have, he's a cartoon get, character uh, man yeah we might have to get missy to show him how to how to do properly viral videos on on the interwebs because that watching that video just made me laugh out like because he's he's definitely my bum of the week for just having that badly staged photo he should he should have downloaded cap cut i just found out about it this week apparently it's been around for ages well this is what happens when you know we're a bunch of 40 year old men who don't know how to i mean that's why we, that's why we have like minimum subscribers on instagram because we're not hot girls with nice <laughs> knockers it's like I don't, know. I don't know how to work instagram no i don't know either um so yeah i mean but I thought most of the games last week were kind of, or this weekend were kind of bad. I mean, if Mahomes doesn't get hurt, maybe that game's a little, a little better to watch. But Jacksonville got the backdoor cover. That was at least the most competitive. Giants were just a fucking joke. We knew they were frauds, right? We, yeah. I knew they were frauds when they played the Bears and the Bears almost beat them. It, they were the same thing that like the Vikings. So the thing that's interested in me is like the Eagles look for real and they've been for real the whole season, but they haven't really played anybody good. So as much as San Francisco and San Francisco's offense didn't look good and the Eagles and their offense looks awesome, I think they're going to neutral each other out this upcoming weekend. Dude, San Francisco's defense is so good. I'm excited to see what the Eagles do against them because I, I really do think that's any any person's game. Um, Yeah. We'll see. I, I think I think it's gonna. Who do you guys got for? We want to just pick the Super Bowl right now. Who do you guys like next weekend? I think I'm I'm going with uh, Eagles and Bengals. Joey, I'd go actually Bengals 49ers. Yeah, I for some reason I think 49ers defense is gonna hold up. So I got San Francisco, and my pick to go to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl at the beginning of the season when we did our NFL preview is the Chiefs. Now, Mahomes' injury is bad. Uh, high ankle sprain is not good. He was playing off adrenaline. It looked like he was, you know, he was struggling. I don't think it's going to get any better. 
So I would like to switch and say Bengals, but I'm not. I, dude, I had the Chiefs going. I thought Mahomes had something to prove last year um, when he got eliminated. Uh, and I don't know. Maybe he, you know, goes out there and pulls a Jordan flu game, if you will. But Yeah. Um, Bissy, yes, I said um, we suck at Instagram because we're 40-year-old men and not hot girls with nice knockers that was hand up that was me and i also said we need to hire you uh, skip bailey's needs to hire you for social media because he does he, not know how to yeah he he's he's in the 70s he's hopeless at that point so but yeah i think i think it's going to be cincinnati and eagles and i hate to say it but i think uh eagles just i i mean i think they're pretty damn good right now and especially with the weapons they got in wide receiver. So either way, the, the way this matches up, I'm cool with either game out of these four, you know, whoever wins and whoever, whoever makes it out, I think it will be a good Super Bowl. There's no duds here. Like if the Giants would have shocked the world today or yesterday and then can't like, I don't want to see that. These, these, these four teams are very good teams. So either way, the Super Bowl is going to be good. Yeah. You pretty much have the four best teams remaining. Yeah. Yep. All right. That, well, that's all my football talk so let's let's get in some nonsense guys because that's what that's what the the people's like um i want to share this video with you guys that caught my eye yesterday and as the as a trio of mexicans here who well two of us really love tequila no wait who are the two we all love tequila yeah but not as you you said you you don't you don't like tequila as much as well, yeah, I don't like tequila as much as bourbon, dude. But like, I grew up in like Jalisco. I have to like tequila. I didn't grow up in Jalisco, but like family did. Okay, so don't put that out I in the world. I'm gonna yeah. get disowned. So, uh, shout out to Senior Socks uh, for tagging me in this video last night, and I told him that we were talking about it in the bumcast because I wanted to get your guys' reaction and see if you guys would actually um, do this. No audio in it. Sorry. I mean, I don't think we need audio. I, we get the idea. Fuck no. I don't fuck with snakes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know I told... I, yeah. Can't no, do you're, you're hard pass on that. No, I, I told senior no, socks that I, I bought a bottle of Mescal back last time I was in Mexico and it had a scorpion in it, but it was like a little scorpion. It wasn't anything like too crazy. I thought that was kind of cool. I was just like, okay, I can, I can do some scorpion Mescal. I don't know if I could drink a drink snake tequila from a forty gallon water jug. I was about to say, dude, there's no tequila that's <laughs> worth a damn that comes in a fucking water jug that you get from like Hinkley Springs. I mean, obviously the snake is dead. I was, but... That's what I was gonna say. I was like, you don't have to play the video again. That snake is dead as fuck, right? Like, you, you well, can't it, survive. They, in they don't. They don't tequila. like make them. They don't make them drown in the tequila. Obviously, he's dead before they put him in, but. I don't, it doesn't make it. I mean, I I think I would probably do it if no one no one told me it was like snake tequila. Um, <laughs> true. Get, sweet potatoes are gross. Uh, I, I don't like sweet potatoes either. Um, but I think I could do it if like no one told me it was a snake in it. I would just like whatever and then give my that reaction. Defeats the whole purpose if no one told you that there's a snake in it. Like I can yeah, do I'm it. Not, no I'm not pouring it. You. I'm not pouring it out of the. I'm not pouring it out from the jug though. Like fuck that. Also, I want to. I'm not an epidermid. 
DGologist, whatever the fuck those people are. And uh, I don't know what kind of snake that was. Hey, but you so, never know. It was like they a... may have dual purpose with that snake. It could be marinating so that they can throw it on the grill. That's a good point. That's a good point, Joey. That's just, so, yeah. That's... Little little um, tequila marinade. Tequila so, marinade. Mm-hmm. Toss so, some... so there, there you go. You take the 40-gallon jug. You throw the snake in there with the tequila. Then you throw a little lime juice, some orange juice, some, you know, maybe some cumin and some jalapeno. And then you let it marinate in there. And then you look at the big just... brain on Luke. There you go. See, that's I was close. I was close. I said epi, epiderma something like I know something with an with an e. But so. yeah, no, no, thank you. Uh, I'm gonna stick to the nice sipping tequilas that you have in your liquor closet. Yeah, we have to have a tequila night soon, guys. I mean, we've been bourbon heavy for a while, and we've been doing the bourbon bums and all this stuff. But um, tequila's tequila's hot right now. We need to get some. We need to get some nice tequila. That's how Mexican COVID will start. Yeah. Well. No, I think that's that. I don't think if you drink that, you'll ever get COVID in your life. You're just your whole immune system will just won't get anything. Yeah, dude, you have some of the snake tequila. You have some of the street tacos that come with like mystery meat, dude. You're immune to everything. Yeah, like you'll never get sick ever again. You get bit by a rattlesnake and you'll just be like, ah, sucks for him. He ain't doing shit now. Beef loaf, tough guy. Beef loaf over here is gonna drink the uh, the trouser snake tequila. You know, you know what? Let's let's uh, find the snake tequila then and bring it to Lat B sometime. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm gonna call my cousins. Be like, hey, bring the bring the the snake tequila. <laughs> like, yeah. Can you just? Is that even legal to to do? I don't know. What's what's the where there's a will, there's a way, dude. That's true. The Chicago, it's outside so Chicago. No one. No Out of all no the one. things we're smuggling. Out of Mexico, I don't think snake tequila is the the least of your worries. That's true. All right, Peter, you had uh, we're gonna, we're actually going to do some uh, power ranking, some fast food items in a bit. But before we do that, Peter, you had in trivia you wanted to do for uh, for it. So me versus Joe. So for I those do. of you don't, for those of you who don't know, um, me and Joey P, we have known each other for a very long time, going on twenty seven years now. Uh, we met freshman year of high school. Um, and he's probably one of four people I still talk to from high school. So yeah, one of the four horsemen, but, um, so, so we both (laughs) went, we both went to St. Lawrence. So, um, St. Lawrence was the Vikings. So Peter's going to do a trivia of it's either a Lawrence or a Viking. Yeah. I figured like the other thing I was going to mention you guys, St. Lawrence, I hate the L A U spelling of Lawrence. So it it's it's both. It's Lawrence or L A W R E N C. So both Lawrences are involved in there. Uh, hold on one second. Um, beef. Joy Joy was my hype man, dude. Yeah, I no no. I you can't beef. I can't try the product. You know, if not, I'd be in trouble. You don't Jay get high in your own supply. That's right. You know, exactly. Joe, Joe, Joey was the hype man, dude. He he would bring it. He'd bring in the clientele, you know, and then spread the word. Amazing. That's all. I all do. right. So all if you guys don't know the answer, we did the trivia a couple weeks ago. If you guys don't know the answer, I'm going to give it some time and maybe the uh, the comment section will know it. Uh, first one. So it's Lawrence or Viking. This band leader hosted his own TV show. 
and had his own music style known as champagne music and famously got spoofed on SNL by Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig. Lawrence Fishburne. (laughs) (laughs) Lawrence Fisheries. If anyone's going to know this, I thought maybe Brian S. would know this. This, I started off with a hard one. I'm going to give it five more seconds to see if anyone in the comments gets it. I, I was, I, I thought it was like going to be Liam from um, Oasis when you said champagne. Yeah, Super so it's champ in the sky. No, it, it's champagne music. It's Lawrence Welk. Do you guys remember the SNL skit with the three sisters and Kristen Wiig was the weird like she had like doll hands basically. I went too hard on this one. <laughs> It was Lawrence Welk. (laughs) All right. This one's a lot easier. This comedian turned actor got his acting start as C in Do the Right Thing before becoming one of the biggest movie stars of the 90s. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Fucking nothing. (laughs) We went to St. Lawrence, dude. What do you you think we were learning there? This one is easy. Can you can you repeat this question? Close. Uh, no, comedian turned actor from the nineties. He had his own TV show in the nineties. Brian Martin S. Lawrence. Yeah, Brian S. Got Martin. Oh, Lawrence, right? you didn't tell me it had to end. It could end in Lawrence. Right. I didn't know that either. Just boom. any Lawrence in the Martin name. Lawrence. <clears throat> okay. Well, that changes the the calculus now because I thought you were it'd be anyone. I like I only know like one Lawrence in my entire life. It's Lawrence Fishburne. Like that's. Well, this yeah, game is going to so go true, terrible yeah. then. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. This tag team of many names have held the IWGP Ring of Honor. Viking NXT, Raiders. Viking, Viking Raiders. Raiders. Was, ah. Yeah, that was a good one. See, <laughs> this changes the calculus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dropping. I'm trying to, you know, you know, you go on, you go on TMZ, you get a neck pillow. You get have your to thinking start using... pillow on. Get your thinking yeah, you kill on. That's what you're you missing. You have to start using fancy words now. Brian. All right. This Mrs. Doubtfire and Boy Meets World actor was married to Dancing with the Stars Cheryl Burks and has an equally famous older brother. It's probably going to end. Joey Lawrence's Lawrence. little brother. <laughs> yes. I'm going to give that to you. It's it, it's Matthew Lawrence. Matthew Lawrence. So. I, you bozos, think of that hint for lo- later down the road. All right. This three-time Emmy Award winner and Academy Award-nominated actor went by Larry at the beginning of his career, including his role as Jimmy in King of New York. Larry the Cable Guy? No, it's not Lawrence. Yumper, Lawrence of- Yumper's going to know this. Lawrence of Arabia? Nobody I, knows. I, Nobody knows pop culture. Dude, dude, this is going to be the hardest trivia game in the history of trivia you guys, games. You guys guessed this name already. Help us in the comments, please. Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Youngberg beat you. I, I saw his, uh, his answer before yours. You guys ever had already got it. Lawrence Fishburne. Damn, did I make these too hard? I think you did. All right. The Vikings have two famous mascots, one human and one non-human. Name one of their names. The fucking horse? 
The Minnesota Vikings have two mascots. Why would I? Why would I know that? I don't follow Minnesota, dude. He's yeah, famous as shit. I know Staley. I know. Staley. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we know Benny the Bull. We know you know Tommy. Yeah, Southpaw. fucking Southpaw. The you know, human the, the, one the, the, rides a pedal bear. Motorcycle and got fired. Park. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's Victor the Viking and Ragnar. Ragnar infamously got the fired. Fuck is Ragnar, dude? <laughs> You guys this is fucking Game is of Thrones now. Right, He's gonna start throwing all right. Ragnar Targaryens the out is, there. I'm, I'm skipping. I'm skipping to the end because this is bad. This is just bad, bad radio. This cult classic fictional TV show featured the main character Torvald of Northumbria, and was the primary vehicle of Jonathan Chase's success. What the fuck? What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> Johnny Chase said words. I have no idea what the fuck you just said. Johnny Chase dramas TV show on on Honorage. Okay. Victory. Oh, yeah. Victory. You Joy got it. <laughs> this, this, this is so bad. It's Viking Quest. Viking Quest, the TV show. Jason, you watched Anuraj every week. Yeah, I was also drunk as right. fuck when we were Let's watching Let's get to the that. last two. The last two you guys better get. Otherwise, I might just get get rid of you. <laughs> Julie's yelling from upstairs, stop this segment. <laughs> All right. This Southside staple for over 70 years is at 2120 South Canal Street. Lawrence Fisheries. Thank you, Joey. Oh. We got one. We got one. All right. All right. Last one. Bam Bam Bigelow's opponent in WrestleMania 11. Lawrence Taylor. There we go. Joey wins. Joey, Joey wins. wins. I, Get rid I of this segment. Never again. Why don't you ask me about some <laughs> celebrity trivia now, Peter? I was on TMZ earlier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn. All right, take Fuck, a breath. Man. Sell some shirts. <laughs> we got to take a beat here. This is, this is brutal. Oh, uh, okay. We got we got a couple days left in the what do we got here. Today's twenty third. We got eight days left. Buy a bourbon bum shirt. Automatically enter to win a bottle of Blanton's. All the proceeds are going to our whiskey at Comiskey tailgates this year. Um, thank you for everyone who's purchased a shirt and purchased multiple shirts. We have enough four nice colors. So um, yeah, eight days left. Contest ends and in the month February first. We're announcing the winner. And if you want that bottle of Blanton's with the Z's, buy a shirt. Thank you, guys. Yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you, too. <sighs> Dude, everyone's posting the shirts and, like, you know, tweeting them out, Instagram, all of that stuff. We love all of you. So thank you. Yeah. We love you guys. All right. We are going to now do a little fun and power rank our top fast food items. It can be anything fast food. It can be, like, your sides, your main dishes. Um but we're not doing like tacos or whatever, like not? street food and stuff like that. So, um, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna pull up my list here. Uh, Joey, you're the you're the guest of honor. Why don't you go first and give us your uh, give us your top five fast foods? All right. Well, I appreciate you guys letting me go first, but you'll be upset with my number one. Anyways, my top five. <laughs> all right, go from five to my one, so I can yell at you later. Okay, cool. I'll go from five to one. So number five for me is McDonald's breakfast. That to me you is a specific, specific a item or just every, food. everything. You can't grab the whole menu, Joey P. That's not <laughs> what I mean. 
<laughs> I mean, why not? What's your what's your they, go-to there's order? A one for you buy one. My my go-to would obviously be a McGriddle, sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddle. There you go. So that's my number five. Uh, my number four is going to be my beef sandwich from Portillo's. There's nothing better than a soggy beef, you know, loaded with hot peppers and cheese and everything else. The ooey and the gooeyness from the goodness that is Portillo's beef. Um, third, well, I had to think about it. And because it was a very, you know, close tie there for me between two and three. Number three for me was my Doritos Locos Tacos from Taco Bell. That for was me, a game changer when those came yeah. out. When no, Doritos Locos came out, that was it. I, I was hooked. And, and Jay could tell you because I mean, we had Taco Bell in our high school cafeteria and we ate it every day, you know, just. It, so let me ask Doritos you. Doritos Locos came out. You know, drunk, drunk night, you know, coming back, Taco Bell's open late. Those things are pretty small. How many of those Dorito Locos tacos are you knocking down? At least five. A five pack. Easy, All right. right. Yeah. Five, or you, or least, you just minimum five, or you do two and get like a burrito or something. Yeah, right, I mean, but you got number two, Joe. Possibilities are endless. Number two is a Polish from Jim's original, because you you just mentioned it. You just said it right there. Just because you know that late night greasy spot. There's to me no place better. My top two is Jim's original. Just a regular Polish, extra onions. And you got it in, in lickety split in 60 seconds or less. Service there is great and and timely. And then my number one, I know, okay, so now you you both can get upset with me, is street tacos, but specifically no, in Mexico. In Mexico. Well, that is here, fast food. Yes. In All right. I'm gonna yeah. Well we'll allow it. The, the the great thing about those, and I'll ask you again. Those things, when you get them on the street, they're like the size of a, you know, like a quarter, basically. Maybe right. a 50 cent piece. How many of those are you putting down? Well, I mean, about 17 years ago, you were with me in Michoacan when we put down about a dozen within an hour. So, yeah, yeah. those things are legit. And total cost three bucks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Even All right, Peter, what do you got for yours? Um, so I didn't do Portillo's. Jason, I talked to you about that. I didn't do Portillo's because even though they have a drive-thru, it ta- 30 minutes minimum to get your food. 35, 40 minutes. Portillo's is not fast food. Maybe fast casual. So I did not add Portillo's to my list. My f- number five, it has to be the best fry. It's McDonald's fries. McDonald's fries are still the best fries since I was a kid until now. I'm a sucker for those fries. Number four, Joey, you stole it from me, and I didn't think it was going to be on the board. Sausage McGriddle. That's the best breakfast sandwich in the game. I could house those hangover foods. You know, you're hurting on a Sunday morning. You'll grab a couple of sausage McGriddles, and Missy said the uh, hash browns. That's elite fast food food. Number three, I was a huge Wendy's guy for a long time. Uh, I was a spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's guy, but then another chicken sandwich came and took its place. So then I went to the Baconator. I'm a sucker for that big, greasy, bacony cheeseburger. Uh, another one where it cures a hangover. Number two is the best chicken sandwich on planet, and it garnered crazy hype. There was lines out the fucking miles. The Popeye spicy chicken sandwich. 
that thing came out and people are like, it doesn't live up to the hype and Chick-fil-A is better. Those people are wrong and they're stupid. Uh, it's the best <laughs> spicy chicken sandwich on the planet. And number one, we talked about it last week and that's why I wanted to bring it up and, and just power rank fast food as a whole. I only have it like once every four years, but it's the In-N-Out double, uh, double, double animal style from In-N-Out. I love it. I love In-N-Out's hamburgers. I don't know what it is about them. Um, maybe it's because I only have them every you know, three, four years. But as soon as I get to the West Coast, I house them. Uh, so, yeah, I can't wait to get back out there sometime, maybe spring training or, you know, California or Vegas trip. Um, I'll be in in and out. That's my my number one with a bullet. All right. My my number five is drunk food, White Castle sliders. I mean, at two tree in the morning, you're getting maybe at least seven, eight sliders and you're just going to down them. Damien, I didn't, I didn't draft the fries from In-N-Out. I drafted the burger, fries from McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Um, number four, going Taco Bell, cheesy gordita crunch. I mean, it's like Joey's with the Dorito Locos, but it's just the with the extra yeah. cheese in there, the layer. That's one of my go-tos. Uh, number three, Portillo's beef, like Joey. Um, now, Peter, you said Portillo's wasn't fast food because you wait 30 minutes. That's because you're going at the wrong time. You got to go like 15 minutes before lunchtime, and then you beat the rush. And you I'm get not getting a beef like for that. breakfast, my man. I, I mean, no, I love you just it. Gotta, but... You just got to go like 15 <laughs> minutes early, and then you, when you, by the time you get back home, it's 12 o'clock, and then it's lunchtime. You got you to gotta play, the, play the odds there in the, the traffics. Um, if you know, you know. Number two, number two is a popular among White Sox Twitter, and that's the Rib Witch. I mean, R.A.P. Is it really that good, or is it more yeah. of the hype that you only get it once a year, or twice a year, or whatever? No, it, it's 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 really that good. I mean, I'm I'm sad that it's that it's gone and it's R.A.P. But um, Ridwich is uh, my number two. Um, my number my number one and was also. Wait, you're calling time out, time out. I'm sorry, you're calling it a Ridwich. It's the McRib, right? That's what you're yeah. drafting. Okay, Ridwich McRib. Sorry, yeah. I just never it's, heard it called a Ridwich. Well, okay, it's. It, that's that's the it's named by definition. Okay, sorry, okay, gotcha, it's it's you. the McRib, um, because that's there are the other places. That, <laughs> yeah, the, we're going to use government names on this on this show. So the gotcha. the McRib is McRib is number two. Um, number one was dead, got brought back to life. Taco Bell Mexican pizza. I love it. I don't, and I don't care if anyone hates it. It's it, it got brought back, and I'm happy it's back. Um, oh, Brian. Man, sorry to it's hear that. It's not that good. I, I I wanted to like it. I used to like it when I was a kid, but uh, I haven't had it in a long time because there's like five other things I'd rather have at McDonald's. You know, even just a standard like double quarter pounder with cheese, which I think is their best burger. I don't like the Big Mac all that much, but the double quarter pounder with cheese, I'd rather have a fish fillet than the the uh, um and McRib. Also, honorable mention from Luke here the cr- the the breakfast crunch wrap from Taco Bell. That thing is. I've never had breakfast at Taco Bell. Yeah, usually, usually I'm I'm not up early enough on a weekend to to go get Taco Bell breakfast, so it's very rare before that I'm, I can actually get it. But we did have it uh, most recent, like I'll say a month or so ago. We picked it up, and yeah, that Taco Bell's breakfast is good. I just need to get have more of it to actually figure it into the go tos. I've never had Wendy's or White Castles for that matter. I don't do much. I mean, when I go get fast food, it's always or breakfast fast food. It's always McDonald's. I've never had Wendy's or uh, like Brian S. said's uh, White Castle. 
I actually had White Castle breakfast the other day. It's actually pretty good. I would I would recommend that. They have like mm-hmm. little little egg sandwiches and you can get breakfast anytime there. So like if I want breakfast like on a Saturday and it's like 12, 1 o'clock and I want some some brunch, yeah, I go for I go for a cheap brunch at White Castle. <laughs> what is Luke talking about? Does that mean Taco Bell? The the Taco Bell, breakfast? baby. Yeah, I get that Taco Bell breakfast. It's good. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's... Damien, that's the answer. That's the best fast food food. <laughs> I mean, it's fast and it's awesome. That is a great call and a big miss by us as a as a group. It is. All three of us Mexicans should be ashamed of ourselves. That's a great answer. For those listening on the podcast, he said, "What about tamales from a street vendor?" And you know, you know, the best ones come from those igloo coolers. Those that's where you got to get them from. Support your small local business. Yeah, it's a great call. All right, so we got we got we're gonna do a quick three questions here. Um, Joe, you want to start with your question of the week here? Yeah, sure. My first question of the week and only question of the week, it's broken down in separate parts. When, where, how, and what kind was your first beer? Oh, okay. So I got I mean, my, my story is maybe not like super hilarious or anything like that, but my first beer was a Miller Lite and I think maybe we were about 12, 13 years old. My, my buddy took it from his dad's basement, you know, snagged a beer. And then we all ran into the, into the alley and went down the few houses and popped it. And then we all walked down the alley, taking sips, hoping that people wouldn't see us. Um, I thought it was the most disgusting thing ever, but that someone who grew up drinking like ecto cooler and, high C era in the Hawaiian punch. So yeah, that, that nothing. Mine, Peter, you said you had a funny story. Mine just, no, my buddy I, just took a beer from his dad's basement. I don't know if it was funny, but it, it's memorable because me and my dad talk about it all the time. Um, I thought I talked about it on this podcast back with cousin Javi, back when he used to be our bears insider many moons ago. Uh, we were in Mexico. We were in Jalisco, Mexico. And I was like 12 maybe 13 at the time, but I was still in grade school. I remember that. And we were at my great grandpa's house and he basically like raised my dad and we get there and he's holding court in this big courtyard. And it's just all the guys, like all my aunts and all my, my mom and everyone were, I don't know they went shopping or they were gone. So it was just all the guys sitting in like a huge circle and just drinking. So I'm just sitting there bored out of my mind because they're all adults and I'm the youngest kid there, 12 years old. And my great grandpa's like, do you want a beer? And my eyes lit up like it was Christmas. And I was like, yeah, I want a beer. And immediately my dad's like, oh, no, no toma. Or like he's not allowed or he doesn't drink. And then I remember this. My great grandpa's like, pero aquí sí. So that means like here he does. So right away, my dad looks at me he's like, all right, go grab one. And I went to go grab it. It was a Sol. So if you guys don't know Sol, it's basically like a Corona, but it's Jalisco's version of, of a Corona. I was so fucking pumped, dude. I pop it open. Javi has one. Javi's a little older, so he's he was probably like 16 at the time, but he grabbed one too. So we're like, fuck yes, we're drinking beers. I, I start drinking it. It was so goddamn sour. Obviously, it was my first beer. It tasted like hell. So I was like, fuck, what do I do? I'm not going to finish this thing, but I don't want to disrespect my great-grandpa. So I just start pouring freaking lime juice down or like limes down and thinking it's going to make it better. 
but like little by little dude this thing ended up being like beer and like all limes and i'm like then it starts getting warm on me i powered through that beer it might have been the worst beer of all time but i was so goddamn happy that i drank that beer so yeah that was my first beer what about you joe me, I, I shared the story with uh, with you and Peter before. I grew up around the original Home Run Inn on 31st Street by uh, Petrowski Park. So it was I was about eight years old. <laughs> Sorry for eight. Oh shit! <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, summer break. You know, so I'm out there running around playing every game under the sun that summer with all my neighbors and all the dads when they'd all get home from work four or five in the afternoon. Uh, they would just basically have 24 packs of bottled Coca-Cola and the beer I'm about to name in a minute without embarrassing myself too much. So, you know, as us kids, we're playing every single day for like two or three months and we'd get thirsty. We'd run, run up to our dads who are obviously drinking something that we didn't know because we're young and innocent what they were drinking. So we get a, we get a Coke. Okay. Here's your Coke, son. Go out there and stop playing in traffic. And one day, just out of the blue, my dad with our with uh, our neighbor from upstairs, me and his son run up and you know the common line, Dad, Coke. And he's like, "Here, <laughs> take a sip." I'm like, "Oh my God, what is this?" I'm like, eh, okay. <laughs> I had about half of it and then, you know, I couldn't have no more. I, my stomach couldn't take it. It ended up being a bush, a can of bush. <laughs> bush beer was my first beer. And then, you know, I didn't care so much for beer after ha having tried it. I went back to Coke, to my Coke bottles after that. I said, no, I don't like it. Back to, you, went, back you, to, you went back to Coca-Cola. Yeah, that, that, I that's Norton Lines at eight bottle. years old. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I said, bye, I'm sorry. <laughs> Coca-Cola bottles. Yeah, so then I thought that beer was cool until obviously high school age, you know, Jay. We get to uh, try some different things uh, as far as beer goes. And then uh, we're like, you know what? Uh, a Miller Lite tastes much better than a Bush. And you get into the Coronas and the Modelos and everything else that came out. As we learned later in life, There's uh, there actually is good beer out there. Joe, Joey at eight years old, kicking his alcoholism for a drug habit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like, stopped beer. I went back to Coke like a man. Um, Joey, right. or Dougie Freshness had a, a first beer at midnight by the pool on my 13th birthday. Me and my pops, 30 rack of high life. Does that mean you drank all 30 or was it like he had a 30 and he gave you one? Because well, that'd be interesting. He said yesterday that he's Polish. So I'm guessing him and his dad finished the whole, the whole rack. So. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen Dougie Freshness's uh, videos on Twitter, highly recommended. We retweeted a bunch of them yesterday. He was on one. Um, somebody gave him a proof of life at like eleven thirty in the afternoon. I wanted you to air him out. Who was who was worried about you at eleven thirty, Dougie? Let us know. Yeah. Um, all right. So my question here first. I'm going to add some context here. I saw this ad from Planters. Drive the Nutmobile. And man, what a name, right? <laughs> I might have to change this to, to Bums After Dark. Peter. Uh, yeah, hold on. I can do that. No problems. No problems. There we go. All right. Yeah, Jay, so, I don't remember that one being part of your catalog in high school. Yeah, no, no. We didn't have the 
this was this was the this that was a uh, pre bang bus you know the the flappy disks were were pre bang bus um so yeah i mean i guess they're looking for someone to drive the nutmobile and i my first my first thought was you know if i was selected to drive the nutmobile and i walk in and i don't see a half naked woman in the back i'm going to sue for false advertisement because that's that's i, I feel wrong like they're enough. Wrong yeah, client, wrong, 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 wrong nut. I mean, I feel like you know, um, Bang Bus is going to sue Planters for copyright infringement or for something like that because this is blatant, blatant copy. I don't know, whatever. I'm not a lawyer, but anyways, my question, <laughs> English is not your your best friend today. Eh, no, it's no. I, I was. I, you know what? I gotta. I gotta. Put what your thinking cap on. Or, <laughs> yes, thank you. Get my elite, <laughs> elitism going back over here. Uh, so yes. Um, my question to you guys is, would you rather drive the Nutmobile or the Wienermobile? That's a great question. <laughs> Joey, Joey, I'll let you go first. You know what? I'd have to drive the Wienermobile because that's, uh, it's high, you know, highly popular, you know, the Nutmobile, I don't know. That's like a, a B track. I, I want to be on the A side of that tape of that mixtape. So I'm driving definitely the Wiener Mobile. It has to more be. eyes on the Wiener. It, ha it has to be, dude. If you're talking Wiener Mobile or Nutmobile, everyone knows the Nutmobile is the ugly stepchild. If we're talking anatomy, it, you you want to drive the Wiener Mobile? Look at that thing, sleek, fast, aerodynamic. Nobody wants to drive the Nutmobile. Nobody pays attention to the Nutmobile. Also, I got. Shout out my uh I got a Oscar Mayer Wiener. <laughs> I don't know how I got this, but I got one. <laughs> I think I think I'd I think I'd like to drive the Nutmobile because the the branding and the partnerships you could you could put a big old fat Brazers or Reality Kings sticker on the side of that thing and let it pay for itself. Ain't nobody care about the Nutmobile. Oh uh, well no, I'm sorry, Jay. Just just wait just wait till we get the cuddle shuttle going. Cause mailman Jack tagged us this morning in the what he thinks that we should buy for twenty five hundred dollars? <laughs> the cuddle shuttle, yes, yeah. So that's going to be the new cuddle shuttle. Um, that thing was a little Jeep box and from like nineteen sixty five. See, Damien, thank you, Jumper. Damien with another good point. Nutmobile has less miles on it. Yeah, yeah. See, everyone's going to want to. <laughs> looks more spacious. That's right. You know, look at you could. It's it's probably it's probably got like a nice little like you look in you look at the the weirder mobile. And it, just, it looks like just like a excursion van in there. I'm sure you go in the Nutmobile. It's got some nice plush leather couches. Maybe yeah, some you're nice just pillows, some mood point. lighting. Nah. You know, you you go in the Nutmobile, you're gonna you're in a fucking mood, dude. That's that's a that's a just a zone. Like Wienermobile is just that's just service and efficient, man. You know, like that's just task, get nah. the job done. But it's just gonna be a deal, dude. That's you, that's a dude, vibe, dude. You remember when you go to like vibe. Discovery Zone or Jumping Fun, where it's like that, like just ropes you got to climb through and stuff like that. That's basically what the Nutmobile is. Just nothing but veins in there. Yeah, I just hope that the Nutmobile has a very solid suspension system. I mean, the like Beef said, the tires the tires look a little little weak, but I hope under the under the hood that's got some it's got some backbone in it because got to drag race these suckers, see who's faster. Live my life a quarter mile at a time. When the nuts are popping, don't come out. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm gonna change this back. Off the you rails. Are, 
You are off the rails. I'm going back to our normal, regularly scheduled program. All right, Peter, what, what's your question? My question of the week was more in tune with Joey's. Joey told us his question of the week, so then I formulated one around that. How much would it take for you to not drink for an entire year? 365 days. Realistic number. How much money would it take for you to not drink for a year? I'll go first. 50,000? 50, yeah. It's got to be lower. I want 1.6 million. <laughs> a very specific number. 1.6. I'm throwing all of it into dividend funds and I'll live off 4% and not worry about a thing and then I'll be drinking the rest of the way. So yeah, in the comments, I already Luke said, oh damn. So give us uh, give us your number in the comments. How much money? Realistically, if somebody showed you an envelope or a briefcase full of cash, how much would it take for you to not drink for an entire year? This is tough, man, because we now that we've... Is it tax-free? Tax-free, yes. Take home okay. money. 25 grand. If I give you 25 grand, you're going to say yes or no. I do. Dude, I'm, I haven't really. I mean, okay. I've been dryish for January. I haven't really been completely dry, and I already crave a bourbon. Now, granted, my, my wallet and liver would like that very much. Um, maybe my heart, my cholesterol, my high blood pressure, my enzymes, they'd all probably appreciate that as well. But I don't know. I think, I think, I think I'm going to stick with my solid. 50k. 50k. So that's a, that's a that's you know that's that's a few it's a few vacation it's a nice couple weeks in Europe that you know maybe pay off some bills and Julie doesn't count. Julie, you drink like one day a year. You're, this is you're basically doing this for free anyway. So yeah, 500 bucks is probably probably uh good. Yeah, but see, so I'll I'll you know I'll Missy's pull, got a I'll brand. Missy, you got a brand to maintain. We got the whiskey at Comiskey. I thought that Sox game would be the worst. Dude, not going now that you know the ticket plan and everything. Going to Sox game and not drinking. Uh, I'll just do it. I'll just do what Joe did. I'll just give up alcohol and start doing coke. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Bottles, trade it coke, for, trade it for a drug habit. Yeah, I don't know what my number would be. Uh, it, yeah, it's gotta be. It's gotta be enticing. Twenty-five grand. That's not enough. Just remember, remember, Peter. You got kids. You got to put through college. So make get that number to go up. Fucking eggs are expensive nowadays. I might take it for a fucking a couple, two, three dozen eggs. <laughs> a dozen eggs or like a couple carton, a carton of eggs now. It's like what Blackhawks tickets were. <laughs> yeah, you could get a couple. Blackhawks like, shipping tickets are cheap, dude. I saw a promotion. They're giving them, they're giving away beers if you buy Blackhawk tickets nowadays. Like back at like, you know, 10, 10 years ago, you have a pair of Blackhawks tickets and all the, all the girls would flock out and be like, "Oh, hey, I know we haven't talked in a while. What's going on? You know, hey, I see you got some. I see you got you going to a game there. Now, now it's like a dozen eggs. You just crack that styrofoam and it's like, hey, what's going on? How you been? I haven't talked to you in a while. You know, what's go you, you this still is, okay? One more good question. Damien is on fire in the comments. Um, I know we're running long, but this is a really good question. Uh, I would have to bust out the calculator. Jason, I don't want to know your number. I know Julie's listening, and I got a wall of bourbon behind me. I don't want to know my number. But the question is, how much have you all estimated you spent on alcohol in your life? A friend asked me the other day, and I have no answer. I need 
Alex Rude was on Beef Loaf podcast earlier today. They're both accountants. I need both of the, those accountants to do crunch my numbers. Jason, you're probably the same way. I'm dude. I'm worse because like I had you know like the clubbing days, and then I had the promoting days where I was still out. That's you dude. know and going and going to like music fests and you know different clubs and everything. Still when I was promoting into like my mid thirties, um, so then you throw in all the bottles of alcohol I bought, the liquor closet. I have the, to, this you I, could easily keep track of your closet. We could keep track of the nights yeah. when we used to do Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and we're all going out. Joey, you were part of those days where it's just like clubs yeah. and bars and Bourbon Street. Bourbon Street was cheap. It was like dollar fifty Long Islands, but all I, of that money is going money to the Dollar Tree. I don't want to probably. Know. I don't want to probably know. say I at least six figures. Yeah, for sure. Dude, in the in the, in the twenty well, one, years I've been in the now. twenty years I've been going out and drinking and buying alcohol. Just dude, just socks games where beers are you know fifteen dollars, close to fifteen dollars a beer. I'd, or I'd probably say I probably spent at least a hundred grand in my twenty years. Easy, I would say you probably spend more than that. Damien, yeah, you're so coming me out. This <laughs> 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 is a it's a bad habit. Yeah. Oh, Beef's got the idea. Great blog. I want. I, yeah. I can't wait to read that one. Yes. Crunch those numbers, please. Uh, all right. Um, we're going to close the show out now with some bumming. I'm coming. Hold on. That's what she said. <laughs> the, the nutmobile. I think he's a bum. I think he's an absolute bum. Because you're training like a damn bum, you know that? Bum. A bum. A bum. Um, I'll go first today, just write this because I already gave up my bum, and that was Skip Bayless for his shitty editing and his attempt at a viral video. Um, but I'm also going to combine a MVB and a what a bum into a group here, and that's Bills fans. It's um, MVB being Bills fans because when those tickets for that in the neutral site in Atlanta went on sale, yeah. they sold out their whole section. And that was that was pretty fucking cool because the Chiefs didn't do that. There were still a, a couple thousand tickets remaining on the Chiefs side, but those Bills the, they scooped them out and the sold out in the pre-sale. It, the, the Bills fans are rabid. They're, they're the best they fans fucking, in NFL right they now. Fucking, you know, they fucking travel well. They're on I a mean, heater. shout out to shout out to them for selling out their side of the Mercedes Benz Superdome um, on pre-sale. They're also my bum of the week for being a bunch of cocky motherfuckers and thinking that they were going to go right to championship and overlooking Joe Burrow and the, and the Bengals there. Yeah. Not so fast, my friend. So don't be cocky next year. I think it's time for the bills fans to uh, temper their expect expectations and dial it down a notch because you guys haven't got past the division around. Well, they're in the, they're in the AFC championship in um, Josh Allen's first year. Right and now, they're slowly regressed. Right, since that's then. what I'm saying. They haven't yeah. been they haven't been past that in a couple of years. So I mean, it's you got to temper some expectations here. So we I'm talked about keep, it earlier. Gonna... Job... Dude, AFC is so crazy. Where it's like Josh Allen has been so good for like the beginning part of his year, his career, and now you got Joe Burrow and even Justin Herbert. Patrick Mahomes is still Patrick Mahomes. Dude, the AFC quarterbacks are so stacked. It's scary, man. Good yeah. thing it's Justin Fields and no one else in the AFC. That's right, because you know I'm if the Bills fans I think are still awesome, but if they keep on pulling this shit and the Bills don't do anything, I'm gonna start to pencil, group them in with Cowboys fans pretty soon. Because no, that I mean they're not insufferable. Bills fans are fun, but I mean, but the Cowboys just keep on losing yeah. and thinking it's their year. 
All right, Joe, what do you got? Um, <clears throat> my bum of the week, I don't know if you guys read about it, but uh, down in Texas, there was a, a dude that went, goes by the name of uh, Mattress Mac. And he oh, yeah. threw down oh, a, Mattress a, Mac with his a $2 million, million dollar bet. bet. Yeah, a two, he bet a little over $2 million on Dallas to beat the Niners. And obviously that didn't work out. And uh, he actually, I even read up that he also bet a, a little over $3 million on TCU to win also. So he's uh, How many his bank accounts is a bit lighter. I, That's what I want to know. I didn't, I didn't go that far into the research, but I'll get back to you on my next sideline report. Like but, this guy's yeah. just throwing like multi-million dollar bets down. Like, how many fucking matches are you buying? Like, you you charge like five grand for your mattress, dude. Like, what the fuck, dude? Well, not only that, dude is old as fuck. So, I like what he's doing. He is a goof. I agree with you. He's a clown. But if I'm that rich and I'm you know dying in the next five years, you got to spend that money anyway. Might as well start gambling and doing whatever mattress Mac is doing. To sponsor the podcast, then throw that'd be good. <laughs> the bumcast sponsored by the Nutmobile Planters Nuts and and mattress. mattress- <laughs> <laughs> it's got a good name to it. Because <laughs> when you when you have to nut, make sure you do it on the mattress Mac. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, All right, Joe, what guys, else my 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 MVP. Uh, of this weekend, uh, for anybody that watched UFC on Saturday night, uh, we had Brandon Moreno go ahead and win and unify the flyweight title in the UFC. So, Viva Mexico, Viva Brandon, great fight. Uh, so, he definitely took the MVB honors for me this weekend. It was, uh, dude, he put on a show, which was awesome. Uh, I know you were watching. I was watching as well. I know whenever, you know, football is ending and, and usually UFC, UFC main events are right around like 11 o'clock. So the kids are asleep and, and I'm usually able to catch the like last two fights of a card or whatever. I know you're tweeting about it. And uh, dude, Brandon Moreno, uh, he's awesome. So I, I was I was so yes, happy that he won. All right, Peter, take us home. Um, I said on Twitter, spoiler already, uh, my bum of the week, once again, I'm running it back two weeks in a row, Tony Dungy. I said he was a bad dude, and I explained how not only on, on, on football coverage and he's, uh, you know, he's boring vanilla and, and nobody cares about his takes because he's basically asleep half the time. But I also talked about how he just can't get in his own way and starts tweeting stupid ass shit. And he did it again this week. I'm uh, talking about, you know, kitty litters and bathrooms and in elementary schools and stuff like that. I knew like uh, I knew that uh, he had problems or like he he really doesn't want to own up to how shitty of a person he is because he hides behind his his values and stuff like that. But when you're spewing hate on the Internet, it doesn't matter what you really believe in because you're still a bad person. And I've known that for a while about Tony Dungy, and I'm just happy that more people are learning about it because uh, he is. He, he, he's spreading hate instead of love, and that's something that I have. I want no part of. And I don't I like, yeah, maybe NBC took him off the coverage and he put, they put him back on like uh, studio duty or whatever. And uh, for now, that's fine. But eventually, people are going to get sick of his shit, and I think it's starting. So fuck you, Tony Dungy. My MVBs, I got two. The first one we talked about it. Um, uh, pre-show missy i i hope you're still in the comments the blog she did today on the 108 and how her five ways to fix um the 
U.S. cellular or a guaranteed rate field. G-spot. The G-spot. I loved it. I love that blog. I told you, Jason, it reminded me of like the old school Barstool Chicago blogs, They're like the old school big cat blogs. They're full of nonsense, but they're funny and they're entertaining. That shit is what like I need more of those type of blogs and that type of content is what I basically like grew up on and like worth like, you know, creatures of the Internet. It was awesome. So shout out to Missy. She was the MVP. She killed that blog. Second one. And she was trending uh saturday sunday potato girl did you guys see who potato girl is <laughs> potato girl this girl from jacksonville tried to out somebody from kansas city for eating a baked potato out of her pocket at the chiefs game and she was like kc fan eating a baked potato out of her pocket throw up emoji throw up emoji puke emoji kansas city girl countered and maybe it's staged I don't know. I I hope it's not staged because I really like potato girls. I caught you taking my photo as well, but I enjoyed the baked potato and I enjoyed the win. How about you? What, what a, a clapback. What a clapback. What yep. a chirp. What a comeback. Potato girl wins the internet. Um, I saw it and I was like, I hope it's not staged. You could tell that they're kind of taking each other's pictures, but I hope it's real because uh, that was just a fun, stupid thing on the internet that I, I liked a lot. So yeah, Potato Girl is my MVB of the week. We should we should try bringing baked potatoes into the into Sox games. Is, is that a potato in your pocket, or you're just happy to be here, dude? When when that went viral, I thought immediately. I'm like, if she could sneak a baked potato, I could sneak in at least six warm tamales. That's for sure. That, that's just my package. Yep. You yeah, got delivered it. I signed for it. Just my package. Jason, you're still you're still a, a cargo shorts type of guy. You could yeah, easily sneak the cargo the cargo shorts let you hide the the flasks of liquor because the security guys don't pat you down. So uh, you just have I to I don't wear cargo shirts. I can still bring flasks of liquor. That that's more of a choice by your part, not right now. But okay, I'm saying also, keep wearing no, them. We're bringing tamales for, into the game. For for socks games, you get the giveaways. You know, if you don't have a plastic bag on you, you put the, your little shirt or jersey, you stuff it in your cargo pants, and then your then you your wife wants to give you her, her free T-shirt or bobblehead or whatever they're giving away, and you have to stuff it in the other one. Then you got your your flask of bourbon in there, and then yeah, you just need, you need pockets. Maybe I should just get and a don't, don't forget all the cool things that Johnny and me both can smuggle in with these stashes. That's a good point. You can hide a tamale under there. Absolutely. Let's anyway, go. my point is we're sneaking tamales into the Sox games this year. I'm okay with that. We'll be the most popular people in 108 then. No <laughs> I don't know about all that, but at least we're going to hand out tamales. We'll be handing out tamales like Oprah. You get a tamale. You get a tamale. The best part The best part is we're, we're sitting in real 25, so we can just chuck tamales at people from <laughs> in front of us. <laughs> I like this. I like your ideas. All right, guys. Um, one more thing before we go. Um, make sure you catch us February 18th at the Wiener Circle. Or is it the Nut Circle? Ha, ha, ha. Who knows? Oh, Jesus, Jason. Bad, bad joke. Bad joke. Uh, <laughs> so Wiener Circle um, with – there we go. Thank you, Peter. Yumper and Svo at the show. We're going to be in the Relish Room. We're going to be talking some movies, and then we're going to go across and get drunk at the Burwood Tap. We hope to see you there. And they just tweeted out a promo. Um, first per- first group of people of three or more to RSVP will get a nice uh, swag package from uh, the guys. 
So uh, make sure you uh, go on the social, follow follow everyone, and check out the tweet and RSVP as soon as you can so you can get a nice swag bag. I dig it, man. Right. I'm excited for it. It's going to be a fun night. That's our show for the week. Joey, thank you so much for Joey, being you on killed the list. Yep. We or the or the, the South Side, the South Side Joey P filling in for the South Side bum who's hopefully got a nice buzz going after the Sox gate or at the, the Bulls game today. Yeah, but um thank you for game. everyone who joined the comments. Comments were great tonight, guys. We appreciate you all. Make sure you subscribe and share, and we'll see you in Hollywood. No, Thanks, get out of here. Cheers, Thanks, everybody. Johnny. Thank you. Thank you.